good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the podcast that explores the world within and out. And don't forget to subscribe to Traveling Inside Out on any podcast platform you feel like. And if you could rate it on iTunes, I would be so happy. <laughs> Thank you. Today's episode is the continuation of the previous one when I decided to share with you some of the most crazy adventures uh, from my life, some of them from my childhood. I was asked a lot of times uh, about my adventures and how come that I'm so adventurous and why am I putting always in all sorts of situations. So the conclusion of this is that I've always been like this. It didn't happen like just one day it switched or something like that I was always like that I used to do a lot of uh, as I was calling them adventures with my brother and this is where I'm going to continue uh, being back in the 90s uh, when I was a kid with my brother during the summer we would go on this uh, we would call them adventures uh, there was once again another river so we would go, uh, like, you know, uh, across the river and we would, from time to time, go in the... But the river, th that one was a smaller river that would uh, later on flow into the big river. So we would um, go into the small river that, like, the water was to my ankle or something like that. So it was really nothing uh, dangerous we would go and um, uh, pick berries. I, um, I think there were blueberries or blackberries. Oh, I still don't know which one is which. Blueberries, blackberries. I think those are blue blackberries. Yes. And um, yeah, we we try to go. F we we would go fishing from time to time. My brother and I. Because we had fishing pods and everything, we used to go fishing with uh, our father. And then when he wouldn't be available, we would go by ourselves. And um, yeah, those, those are some of the memories from the 90s. I, uh, I still remember, like, sometimes we would go in some places that would be dangerous, like things that, you know all sorts of places we would go and also i don't even know exactly how long like we would be out and about for quite a few hours and then yeah we would as i was saying we would pick up berries we would i remember sometime like we stole some corn we were thinking it's such a big like field filled with uh corn so we stole like four <laughs> that's not nice <laughs> well i've done it i admit it <laughs> um what else yeah so those words and i have a lot of other this kind of sort of memories um kind of sort of okay alina the uh, things in the 90s um i'm Probably the the second one that I've never mentioned before was in 2004. I was already 18 years old. And 
we decided to go to the seaside. Who was that? Okay, so once again, I was living in the center of the city of the country, in um, a little town close to a bigger town where I was uh, studying in high school. Um, I was in the eleventh grade, which is not the last one, but the one before that, uh, before graduating. And together with two other colleagues from my class, we decided to go to the seaside. They had other friends in other cities. And we would do that for 1st of May. Usually 1st of May would be the day when we would get... Uh, like people would go to the seaside because normally that's when unofficially the summer season would start. Um, and yeah, it, it was something that we prepared for. We, I, I'm gonna say it as it is. Um, <laughs> I even came up with a strategy how to do it. So I lied to my parents that I'm actually going into an excursion with another high school. It was all planned out. The thing is that uh, I remember, like I, I, when my when my colleagues told me that they are gonna do this, and I was like, "What? That's insane!" And I was like, "Oh, I wish I could do it." And they were like, "Come on, you can just say that you're going with an excursion to your parents, and then, um, uh, because I was living in a dorm back then, I was lying. To, I lied to my uh, to my." <laughs> to my headmaster that I was supposed to, because from time to time we were supposed to go to um, to stay at the dorm and kind of work there for a day or something like that um, as a doorman, I guess. So uh, I sometimes I would lie that I was doing that even though I wasn't doing it, so I would do something else, whatever. I wasn't the best student. I that's how it is. Anyway, I yeah, so I had that covered and we went actually with four different trains because we would be students and we wouldn't wouldn't have money, so we took back then it was called personal train. Um, now it's called Regio. I think we, it's called Regio to sound a bit more similar to other European trains. So it'd be the one that stops in every single stop. So it took us, we left, I still remember, we left around 12, like around midday, and I arrived at the seaside midday the following day. So let me tell you about how I got there. First, we took the first train, from the city where we were where we were studying and living, of course, to another big city, and we met some other friends of one of my colleagues there. We went to their houses because they were living there, and we had an overnight train. We took from that train from there to another city, where again we had to wait for a few hours, and then from then we took another train to the main city uh, or one of the main cities on the seaside. 
but we had to go all the way. The city, the place where we went, it's called Vamaveke, and it's famous because it used to be an old fisher village, and then it became kind of like a hippie thing, and then as it became trendy, everybody came, and it was kind of destroyed by tourism. Um, but I went there in 2004, so it was just the beginning of the end, if I can say it like that. Okay, so we took the last train and then we took a bus from the main station. We took a bus from the main station to uh, the next city. And then from the next city, we went hitchhiking. But because we were already a big group, we decided to divide and conquer. So I went with uh, just two other people, and they all decided, like, you know, we decided to split up, basically. Um, so, yeah, around midday, the following day, we managed to arrive. Um, we were there. Okay, so as I remember... Because it was May, and uh, we had, in uh, high school, we had to give, like, a bigger test, like the finals, or something like that. Yeah, I think they were the finals, but only for four classes. Uh, for, uh, yeah, and one of them was history. And I remember even now, when I came at school, so I came to school, and by the time I arrived to school, apparently the history teacher told them, like, this is insane. So I don't know what happened. I think I missed the first class, or I don't know exactly what happened, why I wasn't there when that conversation happened. I really don't know. I really do not remember. But, oh, I know. We decided to just come for history, to give that test, and then to, to leave. But when I came to school, uh, they were telling me, no, guess what happened? She told us that we don't have to give the test now, and we can just leave. So we don't, uh, we can give the test, uh, we can take the test when we're back. And I'm like, what? That's insane. She was like, yeah, she was so cool about it, the teacher. But as it turns out, the headmaster found out about this situation, so we got in a bit of a trouble. Uh, the funny thing is that when they had a parent meeting, my mom was like, well, I was told that they are going in on excursion. And then the headmaster was like, yeah, no, Alina is nice. They, like, she just followed the other ones. <laughs> like, Alina is okay. She's just following the other ones. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's insane because sometimes I've been doing things that I'm starting the thing. So I was like, cool. <laughs> um, but that was after we came back. Now, the thing is that we arrived to the seaside and it was amazing. I also missed it very much because, again, I used to live at the seaside. So we used to go every year, every summer. Uh, and then we moved back in the mountains and we didn't go as often as you can imagine. And... It was so, it was amazing. But now, the other thing that happened is that I was actually meeting other friends. So basically, I had two groups of friends. So the one that I came with, and I was sleeping in one of those tents. And 
I had another group of people that I actually met online. Now you're going to say that in 2004, meeting people online is not the safest thing. Well, that might be true, but as it turns out, some of the people that I met them, I s I'm still keeping in touch. We're still friends. We're still talking constantly. We still meet every time we are in each other's cities. So that was a really amazing bond, not because of necessarily because of that uh, trip, but I guess because of the group. We were on a forum, um, and for whoever doesn't know what a forum is, forum was before Facebook groups were a thing, <laughs> basically, if I can call it like that. <laughs> and uh, we were following the same band, Romanian band, and uh, yeah. So, the, uh, yeah, as I was saying, we were a lot of people uh, writing and, you know, meeting and sharing a lot of memories together. So, yeah, what happened next is a bit of a blur because I drank too much. Again, I was 18, so I was 100% allowed to drink alcohol. Um, I was over 18, actually. I was 18 in a few months. Um, there's a there's a whole blur because I parted with one group and then with the other one. I just know that at some point um, I miss like I made a mistake and I saw a green tent that wasn't the tent where I was I was supposed to sleep in. So I was actually I just slept in another tent. But the funny thing is that the tent was empty. I don't remember exactly how I got there. And when I woke up, I woke up <laughs> with my feet in a backpack, sleeping on a sleeping bag. <laughs> and I remember waking up, and it was really early in the morning, and somebody came to me, and they were like, come by the fire. And I'm like, do I know you? Like, what happened last night? I don't remember anything. So I had a sort of a blackout. Um... Yeah, it was pretty pretty cool. Uh, the problem that happened was that, unfortunately, um, after the first night, like the first or the first night was okay, but after the second night, someone stole my phone, my mobile phone, and it was my first mobile phone that I've bought with my own money, and I was, you know, it was very important, and my money to go back home. So, like, my money to pay the train to get back home, that was all gone. So, I was in uh, that place with almost no money <laughs> and no way to communicate. And, yeah, I was kind of fucked. But then I was lucky enough that one of the friends that I have, he gave me some money. And I was literally kind of asking for from friends, like, can you spare me some, like, whatever cash you can have, like, anything. So, yeah, that's how I managed to. First, I, I managed, like, with the rest of the money that I had, I managed to go back to Bucharest, but I wasn't living in Bucharest. I still had a way to go. I was really upset. I was really, uh, you know, disappointed, and I was kind of, like frustrated and angry and um, because of that, of course, I, will, I don't think I was looking well on the outside because that's how I was feeling inside. 
Um, I was tired, of course. I was sunburned because, remember sun? Yeah, I was sunburned. But, uh, yeah, it all ended with, like, I managed to get a train um, ticket. And I still have those tickets, like the ticket train. I still have it. It's back in Romania. And I'm always so appreciative. And I'm still in touch with a friend. And it's always a fun memory that we share how he saved me to be able to go back home. If not, I would be just, like, <laughs> living there. <laughs> um yeah, so my parents didn't quite know because back then, once again, we weren't talking on the phone every day. We weren't checking on each other every day. So, yeah, I, w I told her that I'm going with a group of class or something like that. And also the, um, the connection wasn't that well. The networking, the, how do you call it? The coverage wasn't that good either. So, um, yeah, that's... Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. Probably I'm 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 leaving out some of uh, some of the details from the story, um, but yeah, in the long uh, descriptions, it was something more like that. Um, then in 2005, it was the first time when we went. I went uh, to see. It was the first time seeing a band from. Uh, abroad, a famous band, one of that I had t-shirts on. I used to have quite a phase in which I was wearing um, black t-shirts with different bands that I would love. So the t-shirts that I have the most with the band is Apocalyptica. And in 2005, they came to a music festival and it, together with my brother, we decided to go. But we actually didn't go necessarily for the festival. We really just went for the, um, for the uh, concert. And we took the train. We didn't say to our parents. And I mean, we were, okay, let me back this up. We were spending the summer holiday mostly at um, the grandparents. Um, so because of that, I don't remember exactly what we told them. Why are we away for one night? I have no clue. But... We went in the afternoon, evening, we arrived there, and then we took the first train back somewhere in after the concert in the middle of the night or like 4 a.m. or something like that. And everything was really expensive. We only bought like water and that's it. Uh, because we didn't have to money either. The tickets to get there was quite expensive. And again, it was somewhere we were kids, we didn't have money just pocket money that I don't even know how we would get those. So, yeah, but it was the first concert, Apocalyptica, and it was, I was just so, yeah, even though I didn't know some of the songs, and I was like, oh, wait, they don't have only covers, right? They also have their own music. And some, some songs I didn't know, but it was insane. And then I'm just going to end with telling you that uh, I've already talked about this uh, next ones. So 2010, when I was in Finland, you can go ahead and listen to episode 85 because that's when I'm telling you about how I lost my passport in a club and everybody had to look for it. Um, in 2010. 
11, oh, I don't think I've talked about this one. In Turkey, uh, we were living close to, so I was in Turkey for four months because I was an Erasmus student, and I was living close to a mountain or a hill. And the university that I was studying at, it's called Yeditepe, which actually means seven mountains, if I remember correctly. And we decided before leaving, we wanted to go on that hill. Well, we did go on that hill, and it was quite a hike. But when we reached there, there were some other guys, and we were kind of scared that they want to ask money or something. And they were like, oh, my friend, because we told them that we're from Romania. And they were like, oh, Haji, la, 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 like a football player, whatever. The thing is that they were like, let me take, like, we want pictures with us. Let us take pictures with us. So they said that they want a picture with me, and there were, like, three guys around me. And I was with a guy taking picture, and while that picture was taken, and I was like, can you finish already? They filled me up like there's no tomorrow. Like, their hands were on my ass and I felt really uncomfortable and I was also very scared that I was like, they are, they, I don't know what they're going to do. So, yeah, I remember that. Not a pretty memory. 2012, uh, go ahead and listen to episode 35 and 42 when I'm telling you about uh, in Tunisia when I went to a bar. Uh, when I was the only woman in the bar because women were not quite allowed in bars in Tunisia. Um, and 2017, episode 74, when I'm telling you about my hitchhiking in South America with the same truck um, for four days, sleeping in the same truck with a truck driver, um, and then also going, because I was planning to go to Ushuaia, and then coming back from Ushuaia, how I managed to sleep in a conference room of the Chilean army. So go ahead and listen to episode 74 uh, for more of that. And um, 2018, when I climbed the volcano in Chile in Villarica, I think I've mentioned about this in episode 12 when I uh, told you more stories about my South American trip in eight months. So yeah. These are nine of my insane adventures. I have a lot more, but if you are curious to know, just let me like get in touch with me or like write to me. If you literally just Google hashtag Alina's Wonders, you can find me on all every way possible, from the, my email to Instagram to Facebook to whatever. I hope you enjoyed my uh, stories and feel free to share some of yours. Tell me what are your best insane adventures. This concludes today's episode. Thank you for listening. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so by emailing to alinaswonders at gmail.com. Until next time, follow your dreams and stay true to yourself. <laughs>